0: Hey, what's up everybody? Hope everybody out there had a great weekend. Now we're back here on a Monday, August 7th, 2017. And we got to catch up with a little bit of news and sports over the weekend. So Jerry's an H.O.F.er. We got to talk about what that means for his legacy. But also more importantly, what does this mean for Jimmy Johnson being in the ring of honor? But before I get into all that, I want to talk about probably the biggest piece of news over the weekend. And that's Jay Cutler is back in the NFL. He signs a one-year 10 million dollar deal with the miami dolphins with incentives on top of that 10 mil now i just don't get the move jay cutler is probably the last player i would want on my roster if i'm an nfl gm i kind of said the same thing about derrick rose a couple of weeks ago and here it is happening happening to me again just moves that i don't understand when somebody's done they're done you know and i don't know why GMs try to take on these reclamation projects when there's younger, better options available to them. But (laughs) I won't even give Derrick Rose such a hard time because I think Jay Cutler is much, much worse. I mean, Jay Cutler has been on the record saying he really hasn't cared much about football the last couple of years. He was saying so as soon as he got that booth job and now all of a sudden $10 million gets flashed in your face and you love football again? Come on, give me a break. I mean, Miami was considering... Tim Tebow let me tell you something I know Tim Tebow has been out of the league for years but I would have took a shot with Tim Tebow at least Tim Tebow wants to play he wants to try and let's face it when he was in Denver there were some miraculous wins no they didn't make any sense no I can't tell you how or why they happen but I guess he just comes with God power and miracles happen on the field with Tim Tebow I'll take my chance with that before I take a chance on Jay Cutler And then, you know, the most polarizing figure in the NFL was an option, Colin Kaepernick. And I want to put one argument to rest right now, and I hope you guys listen to me very carefully. One of the big arguments against signing Colin Kaepernick is he really hasn't came out and expressed how much he truly wants to be in the NFL and wants to be in the league, which has led some people to question, how much does this guy really want to play football? Well, there's one thing I can guarantee now. Kaepernick, I have my doubts on how much he wants to play football. I really, truly do believe activism has taken his priority. That doesn't mean a a person can't do two things. Believe me, I'm not going down that road. But what I'm saying is this. If that's truly a question, then how in the hell does Jay Cutler have a job? Because Jay Cutler does not care about football. Jay Cutler wants to cash that $10 million check. That's all he's worried about. So if that's really an argument against Kaepernick that one's got to be thrown out the window because I know without a doubt Kaepernick is more dedicated to football and wants to play football more than Jay Cutler but Jay Cutler now has a job and he's in the league. I don't get it. And as far as Miami goes Miami in my opinion is just setting themselves up to lose because now you got Matt Moore who I thought was their best option is looking over his shoulder. He's going to have a short leash and you better just get ready for Cutler because Adam Gase is already quoted as saying he didn't come out of retirement to stand on the sidelines and you know what he's right he didn't come back for anything less than 10 million dollars so my my choice as you know was always Matt Moore first Colin Kaepernick second again I'll even take Tebow I'll even take Johnny Football over Jay Cutler but um People are talking about, I'm trying to, I don't get it, guys. I don't get it. Maybe somebody's got to call in and, and, and to the station and let me know how you figure this Cutler deal might be okay. might even be decent for the Dolphins. But everybody points to, oh, his arm talent. Oh, you know, this and that. Hey, I remember another player that came before Jay Cutler, the Jay Cutler before Jay Cutler. And that was Jeff George. He had all the talent in the world. Arm talent. He had one of the best arms I've ever seen to this day. He had the size. He had everything that it, it, that it was for him to be the number one pick. But you know what? He didn't have the heart. He didn't want to play football. And it's the same thing with Jay Cutler. And how did Jeff George's career, what did Jeff George ever win in his career? What did he ever do for a team? So everybody wants to question about Cap and does he want to play. But come on. This is ridiculous. Somebody, please call in. Tell me why. Jay Cutler might even sort of work out for the Miami Dolphins because at this point, I just don't see it. Now on to some different news, some actual good news, Jerry Jones is now a Hall of Famer. So first and foremost, congratulations to Jerry Jones and uh, what I want to talk about specifically was some of the good things he had to say about his uh, contentious relationship through the years with Jimmy Johnson and how it seems, at least during Hall of Fame weekend, that, you know, that bridge is being repaired and maybe, just maybe, we might see some good things come from the relationship again of Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. I mean, we all know the history that goes with these two characters. You got Arkansas Razorback teammates in college. They were roommates, and then they pretty much, like Jerry said, defied the odds, did it their way, took all the heat, and won two titles together, and in all honesty, they won that third title with Jimmy's players and Jimmy's system, so in my opinion, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones both get credit for all three Super Bowls that they won in you know, the 90s, but uh, here's what I want to talk about. Jerry Jones was quoted this weekend as this on Jimmy, just so we're clear, you know me, I want to make anything we do in that ring of honor. I want to make it have its own special attention, so I'm not going to get into that. But I hope it was obvious up there how much I appreciated what Jimmy has con- contri- contributed sorry, to the Cowboys and his frankly lifelong friendship." And, end quote. and I think that's real exciting because as a Cowboys fan for years, I think it's sad that Jimmy Johnson, because of his friction with Jerry Jones, is not in the ring of honor. Everybody talks about the Hall of Fame snubs, you know, of T.O. and things of that nature, but the biggest injustice in the NFL comes from a team, not the league. And Jimmy Johnson is a Dallas Cowboys legend. Yeah, he probably does belong in the Hall of Fame as well, but the biggest injustice is he is not in that ring of honor. If it was not for Jimmy Johnson, just like Jerry Jones admitted in his Hall of Fame speech, he couldn't have did it without him. The Dallas Cowboys wouldn't be what and who they are today without Jimmy Johnson. He is one of the greatest, most underrated head coaches of all time. He's one on the collegiate level. He's one on the pro level. He's a master motivator. Even Bill Belichick is on the record as looking up to Jimmy Johnson. So so set that in for a minute. Do you think that Bill Belichick isn't going to be honored by the New England Patriots when he's done? Do you think he's not going to be a Hall of Fame coach when he's done? Of course not. So why isn't Jimmy Johnson? And I hope Jerry Jones, who has the clout and the pull to get Jimmy Johnson, not just in the ring of honor, but in the hall of fame. Now he needs to put his money where his mouth is and help to campaign for Jimmy Johnson to get not just in the hall of fame, but first and foremost, he needs to be in that ring of honor. He belongs up there. He deserves to be there. and. Honestly, Jerry, for 20-plus years, I still haven't forgiven you for firing Jimmy Johnson because we all know that we wouldn't be the five-time Super Bowl champions. We would probably be eight-time Super Bowl champions if you and Jimmy could have just coexisted for a few more years, but it didn't happen. So at this point, if you want to say sorry, nothing says I'm sorry like being the one to induct your former Arkansas Razorback teammate into the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. And that's all I got to say about that. But congratulations to Jerry Jones. And uh, let's, let's all hope that we see Jimmy not just in the Hall of Fame, but more importantly for Cowboys fans in that ring of honor.
1: You know, I watched a little bit of the Hall of Fame game last night and
0: I got to say that I was so impressed with all the players from both teams. And I was going for the Cardinals, but unfortunately they didn't win. But the reason why I went for the Cardinals is because In the early 90s, I played Little League Baseball. And
1: one of the teams I was on, because I was on two teams, uh, for one part it was the Cardinals, and the other time it was the A's.
0: Put up a call a little earlier from James, talking about Thursday's Hall of Fame game. Thanks for the call, James. And looking back to Thursday, definitely the Hall of Fame game was a good one as far as preseason games go and we saw a lot of players flash not just the cowboys but even upon my second viewing this weekend a lot of cardinals players actually flashed i had mentioned uh, robert and last week but another player that flashed was uh, buddha baker so now it looks like the cardinals have even more firepower in that secondary and you know we're already talking about big names in the secondary like tyron matthew the honey badger we're talking about patrick peterson and now you're adding another talent like Buddha Baker, and I'm telling you that defensive backfield in Arizona ain't to be played with—that's for sure. But um, even Thursday's game was overshadowed by the big Friday celebration because Jerry Jones—and again, this is just a rumor—spent 10 to 16 million dollars on a party, or I'll call it an extravaganza, that even included a video that was dedicated to Jerryisms. So, I looked up the definition of Jerryisms, and Jerry actually had napkins printed like a uh, dictionary defining what is a Jerryism. So, here's the definition an excerpt from an interview, press conference, or dialogue with the Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. It causes confusion by the audience, friends, and family, holds a deeper meaning that very few people understand. See also circumcision of a mosquito or crippled cricket's ass so that's Jerryisms for you man and and let me tell you guys he had a video that played during the celebration and it was a real funny video i actually was able to catch that online so if you haven't seen it it's actually really really funny and uh it didn't just feature cowboys legends like the triplets but it featured players from other sports like nba star chris paul who's a cowboys fan jamie fox and even two presidents, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush. So check it out. Make sure to view it. It's lots of laughs. But jerry Jerry's big party on Friday night even outdid the Thursday game. And uh, it was a good one, man. All the Hall of Famers were there. Jerry actually threw the party Friday because he wanted to bring the team back after Sunday's ceremonies. So they could be back up in training camp in Oxnard here on Monday today. So they're actually practicing up there in Oxnard. I'm going to be back there later this week. So we'll uh, keep covering the Dallas Cowboys and training camp here on the station. All right. So before I get up on out of here, I want to talk about what we're going to be doing on the station coming very soon here. Uh, I want to actually start getting into my NFL preview shows that I normally put up on the podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, and other platforms. But I'm going to incorporate that here now that we're doing the anchor thing here on Say What You Feel. So I'll be getting into the NFL preview shows. And usually what I do here is I like to go division by division, breaking down the four teams and uh, predicting you know, how they're going to finish in the season or how they're gonna finish within the division. So I'll be picking teams one through four through every division. And I'll probably be starting with the AFC South first and make my way around the AFC. Then we'll jump into the NFC and we'll probably end it with the NFC East. So take a look out for that here on the station. And again, other platforms, if you haven't found us there, YouTube and SoundCloud, they will be uploaded there as well. So just wanted to make everybody aware of that thanks for listening guys get ready for the nfl season it's about to be upon us it's about to be a good one and i for one am excited i want you guys to get excited with me and uh let's start beginning with those predictions man
2: what is up Phil? it's hard with seek first sports talk man i'm with you um i get it on paper for, for miami for adam Gase. You know, it's someone I'm familiar with. He had his best season with me, but end of the day, he doesn't wanna play football. Um, He he does have 10 million reasons why now, but um, I don't understand the sign either. I know along with Tebow, um, it was reported they were also looking at Kyle Orton. I like that pick better as well, if I'm honest. Um, I don't know how it's gonna turn out. Um, He's been to the playoff one time. He's had some pretty good offenses. He's had good running backs. He's had good wide receivers. And he's been to the playoffs one time, but you think that's the guy? Um, I won't even get into the Kaepernick thing. I don't understand. I understand it, but I don't understand it just as it is with the Jay Cutler signing. Man, doesn't make a lot of sense. We'll see what happens, man. Go.
0: Just put up a great call to the station from Harv over at Seek First Sports Podcast, and uh, I gotta agree with you, man. I would even take Kyle Orton over Jay Cutler, and I can guarantee you this. Kyle Orton won't be asking for no 10000000 million. I'm sure he'd be happy to play for about 3 or $4 million, Maybe even 5 if he wants to be greedy. So, like you said, man, I get it, but I don't get it, if you know what I mean. And it's like you said, man, we'll see what happens. But if you're asking me right now, I think we're going to see Miami, along with Cutler, crash and burn, man. Crash and burn. Let's put up another call from a man, T. Scott, here on Anchor, who's pretty much just as shocked as I am that Jay Cutler is back in the league.
3: Say what you like. Phil, what's up, man? T. Scott. I'm going to try to be real quick talking about Jay Cutler here, man. I had the exact same thought process. Like, damn, Jay Cutler just got signed to the Miami Dolphins. Like, if there's anybody that I could compare him to, I thought about D Rose, man, the D Rose, Jay Cutler syndrome, whatever you want to call it, man. Them two players that just kind of like, just kind of going through the motions, man. Jay Cutler's attitude in the past has not been there. He's definitely uh, capable athletically to to make the throws, to be the quarterback, to do and to to do all the things that you need as a quarterback. But Jay Cutler doesn't have the want to. Yep, W A N T O want to. You have to want to win. You have to want to compete. You have to want to make the play. And Jay Cutler does not or has not in the past showed us that he wants to. Bring him out of retirement. 10 mil starting position. Miami Dolphins. Wow.
1: What's up, Phil? It's Jacob from the Football Fanatic. I, I agree with uh, the other call-ins and what you said. Um, Jay Cutler obviously does not really want to play. He doesn't show a level of commitment that other players do. Um, I I actually watched his press conference uh with the Dolphins when they announced his signing. I mean, you could tell he didn't care. He had the cu- the classic Cutler look on his face, just complete emotionless. I don't even know. He even admitted uh he wasn't in shape anymore. He hasn't been doing cardio. He hasn't been doing training at all. I mean, he obviously doesn't care. And that's, I don't really get this. I mean, I think he has more raw talent than, like, Matt Moore or whatever. Um... And, I mean, Colin Kaepernick has his issues and, like, Fidel Castro and all that stuff. I I already understand that. But, I mean, Jay Cutler, why would you lure a guy out of retirement, especially when he clearly doesn't care, and give him all this money for that?
0: Just posted up a call in from Jacob over at the Football Fanatic Station here on Anchor. And he called into the station to ask why. I mean, why do the Miami Dolphins believe Jay Cutler and why did they sign him to a 10 million dollar deal with up to 3 million more dollars in incentives and I don't know why I think the whole NFL world is asking themselves that very question today outside of Miami my only explanation for the whole thing is that the Miami Dolphins straight-up hit the panic button and I think that's due to having Tom Brady and the New England Patriots within their AFC East division so I think Ryan Tannehill went down their starting QB and they're thinking we have to make a move for the sake of making a move so what's the dumbest thing that we can do to show that we're trying to do something here oh let's hit the panic button and sign Jay Cutler for 13 million dollars I mean it just shows you just the fear that a class organization like the New England Patriots can do to a team that felt like it was an up-and- coming team a contending team and once they lose their starting QB, they just they just fall to a frenzy and just <laughs> hit the panic button and honestly, by sh- signing Jake Cutler, you've shown me that you really had no belief in your organization. Matt Moore's not a bad option as the backup QB. You don't have to sign a Jake Cutler for 10 million dollars. That that money could have been better spent somewhere else on that roster. You know, I I don't know why you wouldn't give players like Kaepernick a shot or even Kyle Orton for that matter both have been proven winners they can get a team into the playoffs and contend in small stretches so I don't understand that at all man we'll see and it's like you said Jay Cutler in his own press conference admits to being out of shape and not really being up on the cardio and it just shows you it just shows you where his head's at and that's why it's really surprising and I just can't help but say What a stupid move by the Miami Dolphins.